2: Hey, Brendo Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you will be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. And available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it if you want to make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. We've got a lot going on these days. It is Ooh, Wrestle yes. Kingdom night. Noche de Ooh. Wrestle Kingdom. This is going to be a blast, man. I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, We're in this for the long haul. Both nights, man. man. Both nights. we got a lot of friendos that are going to be joining us. We hope you do too. Uh, Live. If you're watching this, when this goes live, the SmackDown recap.
1: It's going live pretty much the same time we're going live. Watch this. uh, And
2: then, boom, watch Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, watch this.
1: By the time this is over, uh, the main card will be starting.
2: But you got to hit that notify bell and click all to make sure you know when we're we're going. We can tell you right now. It's 11 p.m. Pacific, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Eastern. Yes. Um, And then. uh, For the pre-show, main card starts at uh, uh, midnight
1: Pacific and all equivalent time
2: zones around the world. Uh, And so that should be a lot of fun. And then tomorrow, uh, of course, uh, tomorrow morning we're going to have. I mean, once Wrestle Kingdom's done, we're going to have a recap done then. Yeah, then the sleep time. And a couple hours after that, 10 for the Winds going up. We got a new 10 for the win tomorrow. There's a lot going on, man. So we got a lot going on. Uh, so, real quick, though, before we got started. Uh, that next week is going to be basically our official return to our bonus content on Patreon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we're
1: still kind of uh, on somewhat holiday-like schedule.
2: Yeah, yeah. We're sort of catching up to stuff. However, we did get some new patrons. I want to give them a shout out before we get started on mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Grandmaster Too Sweet, Rick Co, Okada Dollar, uh, The Professor Dr. Bird. The Professor. Nathan Zabata. Completely no-sold that. Uh, no, that was good. No, you do, you know, you're the hype guy and I'm like the, you know, so. the name guy. So you can keep on doing that for all these, uh, Michael Carson. Well, I mean, the professor is a very specific reference. Escalade. Yeah. There, sorry. Skip to my... Okay. Uh, <laughs> Noah, Donovan Howard, Jack Spencer, Batgirl Zombie, and DJ Booty Dan is back. Thank you all. Thank Welcome you everyone. Welcome all, and thank you much so much. It. Also, Jack Spencer just upped his pledge uh, to uh, receive a Frendo care package.
1: And eligible for Matt Chat.
2: And eligible for Matt Chat. All those Frendo care packages from October, November are out, so you should be receiving those very soon. Apologies for the delay. However, let's get right into this. Yeah, let us. Uh, so SmackDown featured as the thumbnail shows. You haven't seen the thumbnail. Have I have you? not. Look at this thumbnail. It's great. That's not too obvious, is it? A little bit. Not too obvious. It's fine. It's fine. Three Acts uh, returned. Yeah. Officially, of course. Uh, John Morrison had a cameo. Yeah. He was nursing the Miz psychologically, apparently. Yeah.
1: And
2: I then- thought that was. I thought that was. It didn't have to be. At first, I was like. Yeah, that's his return. Is he like open? No, the door? but it's, it's
1: fitting. What it's I like, liked it It's fitting Miz's storyline perfectly though, because everything is just like simmering, and uh, you know, as we saw at the end of his match tonight,
2: it's starting to explode. Yeah, he's coming along. He's coming loose at the seams. Is that going to be his first feud with the with uh, Morrison, or I'm sorry, Morrison's first feud with the Miz? He's gonna be like trying to help him, and Miz explodes on him. What well, I'm, I'm expecting to happen at the Rumble is Miz. He's like, I can't. I got to get my hands on
1: the Fiend. He's here. He's going to cost Daniel Bryan his match. Mm. And then I wouldn't be surprised if it's Daniel Bryan, Miz at Mania.
2: Mm. Oh, that could be. That'd be good. If we never really had a satisfying conclusion to their previous feud. So, I really do. I wonder though, and and hopefully they just roll with whatever they're given. Daniel Bryan was very confident tonight. Here's. Okay. in that in that he hasn't been changed. He it's said a f- such a front. Good old DB. It's a f- complete facade. That's going to fall yep. apart. Yep. And I'm really looking forward to that. So it would be interesting if they took that to mania
1: cuz I think what's going to cause that to all fall apart is not so much the fiend in this case it's going to be the miz uh via the fiend if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be the miz It'd be like is is going to cost Daniel Bryan a title
2: win and uh, Daniel Bryan is going
1: to take that all out on the miz.
2: Although Daniel Bryan Teasing a Mania match against Punk. And Punk put on his Instagram story the, uh, the program for, uh, for WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, 14, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, initial. No, no, for 2014. 30, yeah. 30, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so
1: All the rumors we had heard, apparently true. It's supposed to be Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus on that show. CM yeah. Punk versus
2: Triple H. Yeah, yeah. But then they had Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose for the U.S. title on there. Uh, yeah, That's well, weird. It'd be fun to do a deep dive on that one Instagram story. That was kind of funny. It was
1: interesting. Um, the good of this particular SmackDown uh, mentioned the Miz, Daniel Bryan stuff. That's all great. I love what they do with the Miz. It's 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 really good character based stuff. Yeah. Um, it, he's got a very direct motivation and through line. You know what he wants, and you get the feeling that he's gonna do any, anything he needs to do to get what he wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Bryan, complete facade. Yeah, he's barely holding it together. He
2: said, good old DB doesn't barely,
1: change. Barely holding it that together. That was hilarious. Barely that holding was it great.
2: together. That uh, great. Usos are
1: back. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome.
2: They look like they're all uh, jazzed and stuff.
1: The bad. Uh, I don't know why you need uh, Dash Wilder losing a, a singles match to Chad Gable.
2: Uh, Especially this
1: particular incarnation of, J- of Chad Gable is not uh, exactly what... Uh, no, no, it's not. He could be doing better things than this. Isn't
2: that kind of, wait, who could? Chad Gable. I mean, he could be on main event. I can't stand this version of Chad Gable. That's so, what I mean. Okay. He could be doing far more interesting so, stuff. So the person, if he had, like, good creative, yeah. But he doesn't. No. And he's settled with a terrible gimmick that yes. should be on main event. And so, to me, that was the he's bad He's settled with a terrible gimmick that should be in, the, in like, 1994. Yeah, I know. And that was, I, I guess, that was sort of the point. Look, I, I get it. There are two matches on SmackDown tonight that featured a singles, comp, a single, a tag team guy in featuring a singles, a singles match. match. Yes, yes. And uh, and that was kind of goop. Uh, well, got three actually, cause Kofi was yeah, also Yeah, but in a match. you know, he
1: was just WWE champion, so yeah, I, I know. That's fine. I put, yeah. him,
2: I put him above all that too. But look, I think my thing about why I didn't really mind necessarily. The Dash Wilder being in a match is because the story they're telling with the revival is they want respect. They don't want to be, they're basically directly addressing sort of the dirt sheet thing. Vince is burying them, turning them into clowns and they are openly saying we're not clowns. We're the best tag team on the planet. Yeah. And so this was the scrappy shorty G uh, Dash Wilder giving them, uh, you know, basically getting the fluke loss. Well, I don't know the fluke loss. No, he tapped out, but he tapped out. But them, 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 yeah, them them turning on the aggression on Chad. Yeah, showing that we are not a joke. We're not. I understand that, but
1: at the same time, though, if 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 they're out there to prove that, you know, they're uh, the true representation of classic
2: tag team wrestling. Like, hey, let's have a singles match to prove that. No, I know. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. They're not proving. They're not. They're not. Their motivation is to prove that, but they need. They need something to show their aggressive side. I guess my main thing about this is, if the idea was, if the dirt sheet said, Vince is gonna book them like clowns, tonight was not that. Tonight was, let's pick on a guy who's shorter than us after, and-
1: after, after Dash Wilder taps and like-
2: That's fine, but they the still, second. afterwards, afterwards, who was standing Man. tall, Dash Wilder immediately got up, started Man. stomping him along with Scott Dawson.
1: I see a good tag team match with
2: Well, I mean, we've seen, we've seen a million of those. Like, oh, and they're great. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Otis versus Drew Gulak. My only thing about that is that I really like Otis these days. I actually kind of want Otis to go solo. Uh, and then I love Drew Gulak and yeah. Drew Gulak actually he's he's funny even when he's in the ring. He's so clever. Yeah, no. he tried to roll up Otis and he just stood there. That was great. That was really funny. Him up. Uh, the bronze stuff was kind of whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, I guess we can just go through this. Real
1: yeah. Back. So start off with uh, Daniel Bryan backstage getting uh, his hands, wrists taped up. Miz walks up. Good old DB. A, he's got a great red velvet blazer looking like a million dollars. He says, uh, or Dana Barr is like, what do you want? And this says, <clears throat> I know I had my opportunity to face the Fiend. You won. Good on you. But uh, I need to avenge the, the, the Fiend for what he did to my family, violating the sanctity of my home. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you won. So wish you well in your, in your uh, endeavors against the Fiend. Beat him, not just for you but for all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go out to the ring for our first match, uh, Sasha and Bailey versus Lacey and Dana Brooke versus Alexa Cross, Alexa Cross, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Uh, first we get a, a, a Bailey promo. Uh, she said, hey, you people in the crowd, you're not gonna follow through on any of your New Year's resolutions.
2: Hey, can we celebrate something really quick? Huh. No Baron Corbin to open the he show. He didn't tonight. talk at all. He didn't have one word. Not a word and it was great. Well, we saw some dog food for a second but he didn't talk. I can't wait till that at thing's all. done. Me
1: too. Um, but She said, "Button, uh, 2019, herself and Sasha, they took some time to reflect mm-hmm. uh, and now uh, they're on top. Yeah, they're the ma'am. best. Oh yeah. Lacey comes out and interrupts Bailey as she's about to say something else and she, she says, I'm tired of you and, uh, and Sasha using my daughter to get to me. Stop using my daughter. Because you have gotten to me. Yeah. Yeah. Way to say, hey, stop exploiting my weakness because you've been exploiting my weakness. Hey, it's
2: working. Yeah. Stop. Please stop doing Like, that. Why would you say that? Well, she's saying, hey, you crossed the line. It's You're you're you're, you're, you're living rent-free in my, my head. head. I got to get it out of you. You're about to be victim. You're about to be evicted. But if I hear I'm doing that, I'm like, I'm doubling down at that point.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. You know? I don't yeah. know. It seems like, hey, your employee well, is working
2: instead, on me. Hey, instead, Sasha got a couple of broken ribs, no doubt. I watched the replay of that, and it, when I watched it again, it didn't look as bad as my initially you think watched she? Because it's funny, I missed it. I, I was, like, in the kitchen, and I missed the actual on. I just saw, like, the pin, and I was like, oh, man, cool, Dana Brook And then I saw my Twitter timeline. Oh, my God, Sasha's ribs. I went back and watched it. It looks pretty bad. It looks it. Well, I looked. Do you think she she didn't overshot? She undershot, but
1: a little too. Well, it looked like because I don't think her upper body hit Sasha at all. It was mostly <clears throat> yeah, right. her, her lower back and rear end, yeah, and her legs. Okay, it almost kind of looked like her 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 rear end may hit on the side of Sasha's ribs. Yeah. And then look looked like mostly her, her bottom of her thighs got most of Sasha.
2: I really hope we're going to get Sasha with some FPOS tape on her. That'd some be great. DDP next week. They have this, it's her versus Lacey next week. Perfect.
1: So anyways, uh, Alexa and Nikki come out. And, and Alexa's like, why are we even in this match to begin with? And Nikki says, well, if you want to get back in the tag title picture, uh, we got to win this. And Alexa's like, you got that right, friend.
2: I wonder. I wonder. So Alexa apparently was under the weather. She uh, tweeted out uh, something like a. Uh, mucinex cough drops smackdown live uh and she seems she like that promo had like zero energy to oh, it I know. and it's funny because he was even reflecting the dialogue why are we even out here right now why are
1: we not here i want to be in that, uh, in bed napping
2: exactly <laughs> like steve
1: today you don't have to mention that again uh <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, gonna be fun it is gonna be fun uh, Anyways. 24-hour uh, yeah. day for all our Heck yeah,
2: man. Anyways, Dana, Dana Brooke got a swanton for the win.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Well, I mean, Lacey Evans hit a, hit a woman's right yeah. when Dana tagged herself in before that
2: swanton. Got the
1: win for her All team. that matters,
2: we didn't get a Batista bomb, so I was kind of upset yeah, about let her that. Yeah,
1: let, let Dana get that win with the Batista bomb. But
2: what a great pin. Though. What a great win that is for her. That's awesome. It's, it's cool.
1: Like, I'm personally happy for Dana. They're not going to do anything with it. They're not going to do anything with
2: it. Well, okay. Listen, a couple months ago, when she was on main event, I could have said, "Hey, it's cool. She's in the main event." A uh, uh, main event. You would have said, "Well, i are not going to do anything with it." Well, here she is on SmackDown. Is she going to get the championship? No. But she's on TV, and and they keep on calling her the the the, the improved Dana yeah, Brooke. I like Dana Brooke a lot.
1: By all indications, she's been working her her her, her butt off getting better and improving. I think that's fantastic. I want her to succeed. Yeah. I'm happy she got this pin. She, I
2: mean, she's on TV.
1: I just don't have faith in Debbie B taking this win, what motivation she might get from that and doing anything from it. This is not It's not in any way a reflection on Data Brooke. It's a reflection on my faith in Debbie creative, which yeah. is basically zero.
2: I appreciate the moment, man. It was a good pin. She pinned Sasha Banks. It a big deal. If that's the end of her career, I think she'd be happy. How many people get to say they pinned Sasha Banks on TV? It's a pretty big deal. That's what I'm saying. The list is probably longer than you think. Um, (laughs) uh, Next, Otis, Mandy, Dolph recap
1: from last week. They just replayed the whole thing.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um, I know. I want to watch Wrestle Kingdom too, man. But we have to get through this.
1: I'm not trying to rush through anything. Um, And then Otis is backstage. He's he's, uh, getting warmed up for his match by curling a keg. Uh, Yeah, that was cool. And then Mandy walks in. She's like, hey, how's it going? Uh, You know, how was your New Year's? She tried to talk to him. Be cool. Be
2: nice. Yeah.
1: And then Otis is like, uh, oh, why don't you ask Dolph about that? Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, you saw that?" And He's like, "Yeah." You're... No, he said, "No, I didn't." But my, my mom, mom, mom did. did. Sorry, my mom did. So she's angry now. Otis is angry for her, essentially. Yeah. And then uh, Tucky comes in, says, "Otis, it's about time for your match." Even the match didn't happen for another hour.
2: Yeah. He's like, "You got to focus." Well, I mean, that's sort of the point. It's like, you know, you got to go in, our, in the locker room and meditate. Well, I think it, I think it's more like, "Hey, Mandy." This is my homie, ride or die, not snake, ride or die. He goes over there and he's like, he, he's like, he just wanted to give her the stink eye. It didn't matter that his match was an hour away. He might not have had a match. He's still like, hey, I'm going to get him out of this situation. She knows. But maybe he, maybe, she doesn't get a chance to Maybe, talk to maybe
1: Otis is in a situation where he, he and Mandy are, are patching things up and working things out, and he's stepping in and getting in the middle a of it. A true
2: ride or die will know. Well,
1: no, but that's Tuck unpatchable. Tucky eats all the pins. He's not true, rider diamond. die, man. <laughs> Doesn't that make him true, ride no, or die? No, because when Otis goes solo and gets some success, Tucky's he might go back to NXT. Oh,
2: I know. I think you're right about that.
0: You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around.
3: And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A N G I. Or download the app today.
2: There's a great video on uh, on internet, on uh, Twitter, with Malcolm Bivens and Norman Smiley. Oh, yeah? It was hilarious. You got to watch it when we're done with
1: this. I'll watch it. Uh, Next, Ms. is backstage. Uh, The new day is there. Uh, They asked Ms. Hey, how'd you celebrate? uh, new year's. And Miz is like, mm, grumble, grumble. And, <laughs> what, and Biggie, say? Biggie says, uh, Oh, I, I, I stayed home and watched the balls drop.
2: I watched the balls drop. And Kofi said, there's only one ball drop. What did you watch? I don't know. I don't know. Uh,
1: and then uh, Kofi starts talking about the Miz and congratulating him on, on a great decade, all of his accolades, all of the achievements, all of his championship wins. Uh, he had the most in the decade. Of course, though, he was tied with Kofi for that honor. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Big E brings that up, and Kofi says, hey, let's pound it uh, for winning more titles. And Miz is like, uh-uh. No two goods. He says, I don't care about titles. Uh, essentially, he wants revenge on The Fiend, and he, he slaps the pancake <sighs> tray out of Kofi's hands. and uh, Big E, he's very upset by this. He steps up. Yeah. He wants a piece of The Miz. However, Kofi says, you know, I'll accept the challenge. Yeah. I want to take on the mix. Look at that,
2: dude. You're always crowing about no long-term storytelling. Long-term storytelling. They, got the, they both got the, the record for most whatevers. So that's good long-term storytelling right Completely there. Completely. Sure. <laughs> Nothing <advanced>. planned. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, if you uh, enjoy going in raw, now is a great time to look at your phone or your desktop. Hit that like button. Oh. Hit the like button. I think that'd be a great idea. Right now, hit that like button. Also, at FriendoMarket.com, this episode is. Before we continue, here's a word from a sponsor of today's show, FriendoMarket.com. Got Sus. some a couple more of those uh, Friendo Club shirts. By the time
1: uh, this video goes up, they could be sold out. Went up, so those are probably sold out by now. But also, we're on a blowout sale.
2: Yeah, all the other shirts are super cheap. 20, Shirt 20 bucks. Shirt packs. 20 bucks. Super duper cheap. 20 dollars. And there's even one of them that's $15. Yeah, man. Go check it out. Yes. Limited sizes available. Yes. Uh, and thanks to friendomarket.com for us. sponsoring. Thank you, us, for sponsoring us. Going in raw.
1: Next, Elias comes out and sings a song. I could have done without this entirely. Uh, he just goes there, out there talks some trash about some heels and then says... Hey, I'll win the
2: rumble. Provide some hope for everybody. Yeah, I knew that's not going to happen. No, that is not going to happen. Where do you think he? Let, do you think the betting odds reflect everybody in the rumble? Do they do that? No, or it's just like the top ten. people?
1: Well, I mean, as it gets ahead. closer, yeah, they, I mean, you go all the way down. And be someone's like minus ten thousand. Yeah, yeah, which basically is two percent botch chance of winning. Right, exactly. And Elias will be above that, but not much more. Oh yeah, he'll be in that area. He'll be like minus one thousand, minus five thousand. Yeah. Or Anyways, sorry, no, plus. Minus is usually... plus, yeah. yeah minus plus, like you're super winning. Yeah, minus uh, 10,000. It's basically a shoe win. No, it is a shoein. I don't is... think I've ever seen minus 10,000.
2: <laughs> uh, the revival backstage, uh, they, talk, they were talking about that miracle on 34th Street fight. They're like, we're not clowns. We're, we shouldn't be in these
1: gimmicky type matches. Uh, Dawson says, my back's all messed up for getting
2: tossed into a Christmas tree. Yeah. He didn't mention much about the Legos, though. That would be the worst thing. Yeah. Uh, And then Shorty G comes in, and it's just honestly the most irritating thing I've ever heard in my life. It's like, it's like every inspirational quote you can imagine. Like, there's nothing worse than a gimmick that's just like Tony Robbins, but short. At least Tony Robbins was like in an Adam Sandler movie. And he was like kind of funny. I think it was an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, he was. Anyways, so he comes up, he's like, I've got a new logo or I've got a new slogan. It's Rise Above Size. God, get out of here. Now you make me hate short people.
1: Wow, with that kind of talk. Well, he he goes to him and says, "Hey, stop listening to the noise and embrace who you are." And but that's like their whole thing. They want to show, go out there and show who they are. Yeah, they they've are, already embraced who they, they are. They Are doing that. So I don't I mean
2: you're, I don't
1: understand Maybe the point he's of his saying advice. Like,
2: you guys are clowns. Embrace. That would have been great if he said, "You guys are clowns." No, here's the thing: you're you a comedy embrace act. It. Embrace it. <laughs> yeah, that's what you should comedy be act. Say.
1: And then they they said, "Oh, look who's here—the New Year's baby." Yeah. Short jokes ensue, uh, and then more inspirational stuff from Shorty G, and Dash says, all right, let's just have a... He's like, ha, ha, you're, you're ha gonna have a chance. You can have a match against one of us.
2: I mean, Shorty G is essentially just pushover, but he's a really good wrestler. He's a really good wrestler. Anyway, so it, Shorty G says, I want to have a match against you, Dash. Yeah, they that had a match. Tonight. Dawson was on commentary. Uh, match happened. There was a bunch of cool stuff that happened. And then, and then uh, yeah, ankle lock, Dash test. taps.
1: Tap out. Yeah. And like, quick. Like, as soon as uh, Gable got his feet under him for the ankle lock, Dash was tapping.
2: That's the ankle locking. Oh man, that's not a joke, man. You know?
1: That kind of seems like the easiest submission move to get out of. This is a throwaway. What? It really does. What are you talking about, man? I feel like if it just really yanked your, your leg towards you really hard, you can get out of it.
2: I feel like that's, like, half the submissions. Of, like, the cripple or crossface? No, on. but you got, like,
1: your head and, and limb... Un, uh, that someone else is controlling. This is your foot. All someone you gotta else do is controlling. Is, like, put in there. I understand that this is like a real thing that people use, but usually they got uh, you. pretty
2: use, sure I've seen in MMA. Yeah, or, yeah, it is. I know it yeah. is.
1: But it usually it, it involves I, I think like a great finding of the leg too. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. That way they have control of the whole leg. Yeah. But if someone just grabs your foot, I feel like like your leg's stronger, you're stronger than someone's arm. Oof. I don't know, man. I don't know. I
2: don't know. Last time I checked, you were not a Muay Thai fighter. I'm not. <laughs> Confirm. That's kickboxing though, Steve. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know any of that stuff. A Gracie, Gracie, oh, Hoist Gracie, Hoist Gracie fighter. I have
1: not sat under the learning tree of Hoist <laughs> Gracie. No. <laughs> that would be endlessly you know. fascinating. Because that dude was. Owning
2: everybody early days of the UFC and he was the smallest dude out there. We should do some going and raw views of early UFC when people's faces be were great. it kick never happen, but that'd be great. It'd be awesome. Guys just want to see that stuff when he would just like crawl all over big he'd giant win. guys. Win. Yeah, he'd destroy him. Of course he would. The worst thing I ever saw was Tank
1: Abbott uh punched a guy so hard he had a seizure. Oh, that's the worst. It's the worst thing because he, and got, his, his he face got concussed. Off. Uh so next we had uh, Kofi Kingston versus the Miz. Uh the early part of this match was pretty fun because Kofi had the advantage, and every time, like he send Miz out of the ring or whatever, he just kind of laugh, yeah, just to frustrate the Miz. He wanted the Miz to have a good time,
2: yeah, dude, who doesn't?
1: And the Miz was having none of it.
2: Yeah, he's got PTSD from dealing with. He wanted to stew
1: and be angry, and just want vengeance. It's
2: a terrible working environment when the monster guy is showing up at your kid's freaking crib. That's horrible.
1: Well, I mean, I mean, the the problem with the the thing is that he he needs to work on his boundaries. <laughs> <Keep> <laughs> yeah, work at work, right? Exactly. When you're not at work, you don't go to someone's house. Don't go to somebody's house. And to advance an angle. Keep it at work. Freaking dolls in their cribs, weirdo. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, so anyways, uh, Miz avoids tr- This was actually a really fun match. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, Miz is actually, he's been putting on some good matches late. S.O.S. Miz avoids trouble in paradise. Hits some yes kicks in the corner. A couple of running knees. Kofi avoids the last one. Kicks him. Goes to the top. Axe handle. Boom drop. Sets up for trouble in paradise. Miz avoids that. Kofi tries for an SOS. Miz avoids that, goes for his own skull-crushing finale. Uh, Kofi instead rolls him up, gets the win. And then uh, Miz, his 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 anger boils over at the conclusion of this match. Yeah. He goes after Kofi. Uh, Big E gets in the ring, chases him off. He's up on the ramp. Fans are chanting, you suck, you suck. And he starts yelling at them, I gave you everything. I gave you everything.
2: Yeah, the fans turned pretty quickly on the Miz. Uh because, I mean, he's the Miz. He was, like, his whole life, he was a heel. He was a bad guy. And they put him in there with, like, the most beloved guys ever, the New Day. Mm-hmm. Um, so they turned on him. But it was great. His performance was awesome. Yeah, it was really he was good. like, I gave you everything. You guys are doing this to me. So he's falling apart. He's a mess. Totally. Complete, so, utter mess. Thank goodness his John creed. Morrison is there to to, uh, to, to, to help him out and give, uh, give him a shoulder to cry on. After that, good old DB. This is like the most awkward
1: interview interview I've seen in a long time. But I think it was purposely so, at least from Daniel Bryan's uh, perspective.
2: Oh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Like, yeah, yeah, you're probably right about that. Could two faces have like less chemistry? But I think you're right. I think He said good old, not good old DB. I I don't change. I don't change. I'm still the same. And Roman Reigns comes in and he's like, oh, so you're saying you're going to beat The Fiend at uh, Royal Rumble, get the Universal Championship? He's like, that's right. He's like, well, I'm going to win the Rumble. And then we'll have that match at WrestleMania.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. But before all that, Daniel Bryan's like, every, we've seen every, every person that's faced a fiend, they're mentally broken. That's when he said, not good old DB. Yeah. I'm not. I never change. Yeah. Um, and then Bryan gets in, Reigns step up to him a little bit and says, are you trying to fire me up?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Reigns is like, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm going to be double fired up for WrestleMania when it's for the <laughs> universal title. Yeah. It's such a facade. Uh, and then after that, we're supposed to get a, a interview with the Miz at his locker room. Instead, that's when John Morrison uh, exits locker room. Hey, what's going on? Going to consult his own, old friend. Here's my friend. And tells Kathy Kelly, Miz doesn't have anything left to say tonight. Ty is in here too, but she can't be on camera. <laughs> He's up in <open> the door. <laughs> Did that slow mo. Uh, a quick shout to Braun. Walk. Oh, sorry, I skipped the Otis versus Drew Gulak match. Uh, Otis beat Drew Gulak. Um.
2: And <laughs> while he came, we got a PowerPoint presentation with like some, you know, cartoon pictures of Otis and Mandy. It was like, you know, ten, five reasons or whatever. Oh, it was like three hundred seventy-five. Okay, yeah. yeah, why Otis will never be with
1: Mandy. And this promo is good. He's like, He's hey. Like,
2: You look kind of like Tucky up there.
1: Yeah, it was funny. (laughs) But he said, you know, not only I like the foremost uh, technical uh, uh, wrestler in this company, I'm also a bit of a love doctor. Yeah. Um, And I'll tell you this. There's no way Mandy would ever date a guy like you. Yeah. You look like you're leaking butter.
2: (laughs) That's a great line. It is
1: good. He says, (laughs) PowerPoint presentation. Uh, Mandy and Sonya are watching backstage. Uh, I couldn't hear exactly what Dolph was saying, but I thought commentary said that he was apologizing. Oh, okay. Um, Because he's talking
2: to Mandy. Oh, you know what I loved about when John Morrison showed up is that Corey Graves then said, there's been some rumblings that he might re-sign with WWE. Is backstage not canon? WWE announced it. (laughs) They announced it, Corey. There's been some rumblings that he's back with WWE. Yes, a press release, Corey. From your own company. Oh, my gosh. You are the official podcast of the WWE. And you're talking
1: about rumblings. <laughs> Ryan Satin announced it on backstage. On your show. On WWE show. Oh, my gosh. Anyways. That was funny. Uh, Otis won with a Vader bomb. Uh, next, Braun. He's just walking backstage. He has match with Cesaro. That's next. Yes. Cesaro's got trunks again. He's not wearing Woo-hoo. his. Yep. I like the casual gear.
2: No. Separate him from everybody else you're the only one even he loved how much people hated it He knew it was awful man. That's why he liked it. I liked it because it was different It wasn't oh, what everybody else was so wearing. Oh, so bad. He's out there in his 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 uh, his crossfit shoes. He looks great He's got that new like logo that looks like it was designed by a PR firm. Oh, I, I think that looks great Well, yeah, it looks like it's designed by a PR firm. I think the fonts good. Looks like a charity logo
1: It's like it's, like a, it's an action logo. I feel like it's moving
2: Cesaro, the Cesaro fund. Helping people be people. Yeah. Something like that. All right. I don't know. Anyways. Uh yeah, what happened with this match? Everybody was fighting Braun. They were like, everybody was just all getting in this match. Well, yeah, I mean that's it's the numbers thing. And then Braun got uh, Cesaro with the power slam.
1: Yeah, but then as soon as the bell rings, uh Kinshasa Nakamura comes in to him with the Kinshasa after the bell. Yeah. But uh there was some fun stuff with Sammy. He was hiding in the ring for a little
2: bit at one point. Yeah, it's always fun when people hiding in the ring. Uh, and then we had the main event. No, you're the one that's like... Roman and Daniel Bryan. No, I wasn't talking about your pace. I was talking about you seem grumpy. No, I'm fine. You seemed grumpy. You do actually kind of seem grumpy. I'm fine. You seem grumpy with SmackDown. That's why I was talking about Wrestle Kingdom, because I think you're really... Well, you no, can no, say no, no, no all you want. I know you better than that. Apparently not. You have no desire to, to
1: be doing this No, I'm totally stuff. To that. I totally do. I could sit here and talk about the Daniel Bryan and the Miz stuff for an hour if you want. Really? Yeah, if you want to. Okay, let's do it.
2: Well, then we're going to miss have beginning. At a, it.
1: We're going to miss beginning Wrestle Kingdom. we so just can't do it. You're lying
2: to me. No, I'm not. I could, but we can't because there's time constraints. Oh, okay. Sorry. You're the one that seems grumpy now. I'm not grumpy. I'm having a great time. Uh, so, this main event Roman Reigns, and Daniel Bryan, good old DB versus yeah. Dolph Ziggler and Baron Corbin. Like you said, Baron Corbin thankfully did not talk Thank about this. Thank God. Darkness. So we can both agree that's now great.
1: Right, Baron Corbin had talked. Then I had a reason to be grumpy. You give me both, Bell. Uh, so uh, right as bells ring, and Baron's like, hey, I'm going to sneak attack. Roman, guess what? Doesn't work. Big dog is his yard. Uh, he gets the advantage until uh, Dolph ringside. He keeps distracting him. And then uh, Baron uh, gets the advantage for the heels. He tags in Dolph. Uh, he takes it to reigns until uh, Roman drops him with a huge boot brian's in uh brian instantly has the advantage and then you hear bray
2: start laughing oh my god wait a second did we even mention after the i'm sorry i probably zoomed ahead on that one what the seamus returned oops <laughs> after shorty g uh so he was getting beat up by the, the revival, revival seamus runs, yeah. runs out they scurry off but he waits until shorty g gets up brogue kick and uh they keep they keep on saying the fella is back yeah so, he just looked like he did in 2010. The exact same. So, it's literally just Drew McIntyre, but for SmackDown. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And A less said, interesting Drew McIntyre for SmackDown. He either Instagrammed or tweeted something about, like, some men just come up short or something like that. So, he's going to have... So, actually, the thumb's wrong. It should be four returns. A thing with... Uh, well, I said three acts. Oh, all right. Um, and so, uh, yeah, uh, he's going to be feuding with Shorty G to get that Apparently. out of the way. Um, and then he'll just tread water. He's not as cool as Drew is though, but no. SmackDown's not as cool as Raw, so there you go. He's like a poor man's Drew McIntyre.
1: Um, so yeah, that will happen. Yes, happy you mentioned that. We go to commercial when Bray's laughing. We come back, Roman has the advantage until Baron hits him with a deep six that earns him a two count, tosses Roman to the ring steps, and Roman is isolated for like quite a while. Yeah. Um, until he Superman punches Baron, he gets the hot tag to Daniel Bryan, Baron does the same to Dolph. Brian's in. Yes, kicks. Uh, Dolph avoids the last one. He tries to roll up. Daniel counters with the yes lock. Baron's in to break it up. He goes for a choke slam on Daniel Bryan. Rain spears him, though. But then Dolph super kicks Roman. And then Bryan hits a knee plus on Dolph. Lights go down. Fiend teleports. He's ringside now. Uh, Daniel Bryan's like, all right. I'm taking it Let's to you. Let's do this. Suicide dive to him. Uh, goes for a running knee off the apron. Fiend catches him with a mandible claw then right in the right. feed hole.
2: Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was actually really well done. Spine. And then
1: he, and he takes Daniel Bryan, drives him through the barricade by the timekeeper area, mm-hmm. uh, all while holding on the mandible claw. Uh, eventually, you get the flickering lights. Fiend disappears. Roman goes to check on Daniel Bryan. Uh, Dolphin Baron lay him out. Toss him in the ring. Get more handcuffs. More dog food. Handcuffed in the bottom rope. Usos come out. Yeah. They're back. That was rad. It's awesome. Great. Make the save. Super kicks. Couple leaps over the top rope. Uh, they stand tall with Roman to end the
2: show. I think that's fantastic. It is fantastic. I'm hoping that means, I mean, given they're all, you know, related for marriage. Naomi's going to come back maybe, maybe at the
3: Rumble, I guess. I hope so.
2: Yeah, that'd be good because I really like her. So uh so yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of good returns. It felt like an episode of SmackDown that actually did kind of mean something, even though they still managed to shoehorn a bunch of stuff that kind of didn't feel like it meant much. But I mean, these are the stories that we have. The Otis yeah, thing was part of a story. The the I Gable know. thing and the revival thing was part, yeah, of all part of a story. I know. It's just their 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 roster is just not my favorite roster. I think that's the thing with me, is that it's just eh.
0: in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time.
1: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The
2: Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. It's also, it's, uh, I also get this, and this is what happens to me with Raw sometimes too, is that, Smackdown has been on a roll lately of really bad episodes of just boring episodes yeah and so I think it's gonna be that going into it I was actually pleasantly surprised tonight when it started off with that uh, women's uh, uh oh the, the three quarter threat yeah, the yeah.
1: Threat tag match yeah
2: I I was like oh man what a welcome surprise in my head I'm still like yeah but stack Smackdown's still gonna sink because it just it, it has it's hard to it's hard to clean slate it every single week. You I can't know. do that. I know you can't. Um, and so I think it was actually a pretty decent smack. Yeah, game. it wasn't bad. It was, it There's was a couple segments that
1: it's like, all right, well. And I still
2: think it has a B-level roster, to be honest with you. I really do. Like, Otis is in a major storyline. I know. They really got the short end when they,
1: they lost Lesnar. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Alexa and Nikki are great. I love them. Um, I think they're really good. Um, but in terms of the star power of the show. Yeah,
2: sure. Yeah.
1: Uh, let's answer some questions there at the bottom says power rank. The best way is to get out of being drafted for world war three. Oh boy. There's a lot of crazy stuff happening in the world right now. Yeah. Um
2: Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't get worse than what it is. Hopefully it doesn't escalate. I feel like it will. Unfortunately, I, I, I think you're right. Um, I, I actually looked at, I was watching like some world war two stuff like not that long ago. Yeah. And, uh, I was looking at, uh, the numbers for people that got drafted back in world war two and Vietnam. And, uh, yeah, like the odds of you actually get it. it was the People made it out. Like when you watch war movies. You like make everybody, everybody between
1: 18 and 49 But it's kind of not that. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, but to get out of it, you know, move to Canada. Just be a straight up draft dodger. Because not that many people, like a ton of people actually did dodge the draft. Not a lot of people actually face real consequences for that. Uh, like cut off a, one of your fingers or toes. That is extreme. That is, man,
1: that's forever. If you want to stay home. You don't want to go to Canada or whatever? Just dodge.
2: Just go to, yeah, we'll just go to Canada. I'd rather go to Canada for a nice little vacation. I mean, if you can't afford it, then I guess, you know, boy, that would suck, though. Because you'd be gone for all, until the war is. How would you get that done? What? Cutting off a appendage. I drink a lot. Okay. To numb it. So and the I, Civil War style is what you're and saying.
1: And then I get something really, like, really sharp and really hot yeah. and just do it. Because you do it and it'll
2: cauterize the wound. What would you use? Because when you say just do it, that's a that's pretty heavy, dude. I understand that. Would you be using an electric saw? Another reason saw? not to get drunk. Would you use an electric saw? No, that's too messy. If you get drunk, you might you might lose a couple more than like a finger. You know? I'll probably do a toe. I'll do a pinky toe. You might lose like half your foot if you're drunk though. Nah. <laughs> if you're so drunk that it's my gonna aim take the You ain't even even Yeah, man. Oh my god. Kinda feel like that's not true, but we'll talk about that when you get drafted. I'm too old to be drafted. At the so age the of 43. I'm in the clear. <laughs> yeah, you're too old.
1: Uh, Lord Ziffer, what is Dana Brooke's current ceiling? Could she realistically be championed by SummerSlam of this year? I would love to see all the hard work she's put in be rewarded.
2: It is being rewarded, man. She's she on against Sasha Banks. She's on Banks. SmackDown tonight. Two weeks in a row, she's mixing it up with the Horsewomen, and Lacey Evans like one of the biggest people they've been pushing. This is a pretty decent deal for her.
1: But if, if the question is, could she realistically no! be champion? The rest of the no. No. There's no. like
2: a f- 13 people on SmackDown alone that's in front of her in the no, line. But she still, she got the pin on, on Sasha Banks.
1: Stevie Bradley powering drinks to help us stay awake for Wrestle Kingdom. He says, because I sure as hell need some for SmackDown tonight.
2: I, You know, honestly, I'm not sure if I'll need it, but I, I enjoy drinking coffee. Um, I brought some tea So I'll have, I'll have a little bit I brought some vitamin waters too I'm not really sure it's going to help me stay up it was sugar in it Yeah uh, So you know coffee I'm not an energy drink guy I come and go Yeah yeah I mean we got those Red Bull sent us like a massive amount And I
1: drank all the sugar free ones <laughs> I drank them all
2: Very quickly too uh, Let's see here uh, Jake Mountford What do you guys see WWE doing with Sheamus Maybe like McIntyre yeah, not maybe like Mac. It's going to be McIntyre 2.0.
1: he says, as mercenary. So is Seamus. Is he's be, not going to be a gun for he's hire. He's going to be Barron's henchman in two months' time.
2: Did you see one of the Netflix movies that they announced? as a Spencer for Hire movie. Oh, wow. But That's with cool. Mark Wahlberg. That's interesting. And uh, what's his name? Winston Duke. Oh, yeah. As uh, Hawk, hmm. the Avery Brooks character. Interesting, interesting. That sounds great. He's also a Fincher flick about. Uh, it's called Mank. Yeah, I heard about that one. The writing of Citizen Kane. That's that cool. looks cool, man. That'd be cool. They announced like a huge slate of films. Uh,
1: Wolfpack for life. Cultaholic had a video in which Ross said that wrestling used to be character-focused instead of work rate. Now it's work rate focused instead of characters. Should they go back to being more focused on characters or more on work rate? Um, he's uh, Wolfpack says, for example, Ricochet, Humberto, Apollo Cruz, Sajic Alexander. Good workers, but no character.
2: I disagree that... That good that those those characters those workers, I mean it depends on what you mean by like character. I mean I guess like Steve Austin is sort of is a character.
1: Well, there's also a difference between character and gimmick. That's true as well. Yeah, Um, because like Ricochet, his character he's just a good
2: dude. Like I don't see
1: he's like you know a real life superhero. That's his gimmick.
2: Steve Austin as a character, I don't think is that different. Than, than Kevin Owens as a character. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think that there's that much of a difference. I think that if you were to ask Vince McMahon, he would probably refute that. He would probably say it's all about character and story, which is probably ironic. But, yeah. I, I mean, I think that you can impress Vince by having a fantastic work rate. I really do. Uh, but it's funny because Vince has never been, like, historically speaking, like a huge work rate guy. No, he hasn't. But then we hear stories of, like, you know, people who get pushed based on that. Like, Andrade... Vince really liked what he saw in the ring, which could be a combination of work rate and character in the and ring. I
1: yeah, yeah, I, I think he could like in ring performance, but not necessarily meant be specific about work rate. Yeah, I
2: yeah, mean. yeah, sure, yeah. Um, so, I mean, to the answer to answer the question, I think I, I don't know if I necessarily, and I'd have to watch the video to to get the full context of what Ross said. And uh, and I, I think that he's a terrifically intelligent guy. Yeah. Uh, but I think that I mean these days. So much emphasis. I mean, if you look at NXT, like literally what they're doing, I mean, they're putting on these great matches, these mm-hmm. you know high work rate matches. Um, and so, I mean, I, I kind of get that premise. I kind of understand. Oh, that. I do. Totally. You, you can't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. These days, you're going to get a lot less people who are just like lumps in the ring. Yeah. But they're still getting these huge pushes based on their character. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I agree with that. And, totally. I, and I
1: think the the the, the most effective story is generally being told in, in wrestling, or is not centered around. Oh, I'm a better worker than you. Right. There's yeah. still character-based conflict. Yeah. Have yeah, to yeah. be, you know, at the heart of the story. Otherwise, you know, there's I've, there's been plenty of great matches on TV that uh, the, uh, it's hard it is hard to get in mo- forge an emotional connection
2: with if the story's not there. Mm-hmm, yeah, and I think the guys that I th- my thing is I think the guys that stand out because. All these names that he mentioned, they're all great workers. Mm-hmm. The guys that are on TV, though, like Apollo Crews, he's never been given an opportunity, really. They've never worked on developing his character. No. He's not on TV. Um, Cedric Alexander, they really didn't give him much of an opportunity. He's not on TV. Andrade is a magnificent character. Mm-hmm. He's just top of the level. He's on he's T cha- he's the United States champion right now. Um Ricochet, Ricochet's interesting because they have fleshed out his character a little bit, but I think that his work rate is so over the top. He is so magnetic and electrifying in yeah, the yeah, ring yeah, yeah. that they, they'll push him to the moon, you know? I don't think they'll push him to the moon. I think they'll keep him involved. Yeah, he's on TV. I mean, that's a good point. That's they'll what, keep he, he would be further ahead if they were pushing yeah. him to the
1: moon, yeah. Uh, just AJ, I've never been a huge fan of Sheamus really, but for some reason I feel very happy he's back. I thought his last one run was great, and his YouTube channels made him much more likable. Not to mention, he looks like he, to be in amazing shape. What is his ceiling now? Ceiling should be at best mid-card champion, but he might get another title run.
2: I would be shocked if he got a big title run.
1: This is speculation on my part. Okay, uh, and it's it's just gut feeling.
2: He's going to beat the fiend.
1: No. <laughs> um. And granted, it depends. I don't know how bad his neck is because one of the reasons we heard, we heard that he was put with Cesaro was to prolong his career because he had spinal stenosis. stenosis. Um, he was been undergoing treatment for it. Uh, maybe again, speculation, gut feeling. Maybe now will probably be proven completely wrong on this. Uh, he's going to give it, you know, another two years solo. See what happens, uh, or until his they tell him he can't wrestle anymore. Mm-hmm. Essentially, um, and maybe in the course of that. They'll find a story for him where he can be involved. Uh, people like him in the company, obviously, um, where he'll get another title run, maybe another situation like he had against Roman, where he's a guy that they know everybody will boo and uh, help get a face over with putting him in a program with him.
2: Yeah, I think that I sort of see him as like a, like they know that he's a good, reliable heel. Mm hmm. That people will boo mm-hmm. and he's a big bully guy and they can use that to get other people over, but he they'll never have a problem making him look weak. Um and I think that's a really valuable thing to have, and it's sort of where Drew McIntyre is. I know we both have big hopes for Drew, but Drew those should are, not be in that position. Those are dwindling very fast. Yeah, I know. Um and I don't want Drew to be in that position, but I just think that he is. I think that they really like Big reliable guys that can get other people over, and they don't look weak in the process. I mean, it's kind of what Samoa Joe is also, um, and it's like we want so much more for those guys, but it just doesn't seem to be in the cards. They have the role for them. But of the three names you mentioned, <laughs> the one I feel like most likely another you know, title run would be Sheamus. You think so? Yeah, that's interesting. Maybe all, this is also based off of where he is on SmackDown. Because if he was on Raw, I wouldn't think that at Partially, all. Partially, but you know, it seems like people within the company like him. That's true as well.
1: That always matters. Look he's at been, giving, been giving, every, been giving every opportunity for the what ten years he's been in the company, mm-hmm. um, and I wouldn't be surprised if if they're like, all right, we know we can, we can, we can rely on Sheamus, yeah, to do this, this what we need him to do, and if that involves having a title run, I don't think they would uh, have any sort of uh, hesitancy to, to do it. Fair enough. Uh, Alex Foster says, I actually like Morrison's return, even if it was backstage. It was a cool story moment. What other wrestlers would be able to return backstage and have it be. Impactful and hats off to Alex. He capitalized the I and impactful because
2: he's Johnny Impact.
1: Yeah, very clever. I
2: like the return too. Yeah. I do. I mean, it's funny. You can kind of joke about it and be like, oh, that's kind of underwhelming. But I really liked it. I don't feel, I mean, it's better than think of any other alternative. It's better than like any other alternative. Why I mean, is that, maybe. What is,
1: why does every read the butt read, read but need to be
2: flashy? Why does it even have to be like, oh, here's a jobber, and here's the return? I know. know? Let's get him established the most boring way possible. I don't don't want to see that. I like this, man. He's immediately injected in a story that makes sense. Mm -hmm. He's helping The Miz. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's good stuff.
1: Same. Handsome, be wonderful. If Miz turns heel, we riot. However, if Miz becomes a top heel in SmackDown, replaces
2: Corbin, we have a celebration riot. Fantasy book your riot squad. Yeah. Sorry, man. I think that nobody's going to replace Corbin as top heel. I think, I think as much as they like Sheamus, they like Corbin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Corbin's kind of like the new Sheamus. He is. No, he totally is. Anyways, uh, we got to get ready for our Wrestle Kingdom stream. We do. Hopefully everybody will join us. Thanks so, so much for watching. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.